You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Welcome to the Two Robbies podcast. I'm Robbie Earl. I've got my mucker Robbie Musto with me. This is our Sunday review where we want to talk about two big London clubs who are kind of surplus to requirements in the top four at the moment against two teams fighting off relegation. But before we get to the football, every week we ask you, our listeners, to review the show and tell us which team you support. And we promise to read out the best ones. So with that in mind, we got a smashing review from J King 68 who very kindly said, smartest pundits out there. I think he was talking about me, not Musto me. there. <laughs> um, but he goes on to say, I'm a passionate Chelsea supporter from the pre of Bramovich era, moved to London in 98, lived there until 2004. My first match was at Highbury, so I guess I should be an Arsenal fan, saying he dodged a bullet there. But I picked Chelsea because I lived there. I didn't give a fig about football before moving to London, but wanted to understand the English culture. So I bought season tickets to Stamford Bridge and I've been in love with Chelsea ever since. Come on, you blues. So thanks, Jay King 68 for a great review there. Don't forget, if you want to join in the fun, let us know who you support and why. And your review might be read out in our next podcast. So, mate, without further ado, let's start at the Emirates. I thought this was a really competitive game. Five goals, lots of chances. Two red cards. Arsenal were better than I thought, and Southampton were better than I thought. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Rob, this, this day of, of two games, um, the big games in Arsenal, mm. and I thought they were both really good, actually. Yeah. Really good games when you sometimes think you might not get a mm. good game because, you know, Arsenal and Chelsea, you know, are struggling, not of course. Much to do. Yeah. yeah, a little bit, um, but they were good games. That being said, the start of Arsenal, again, wasn't very good. <laughs> And you look around the, the uh, stadium. Yeah, is that the atmosphere, Rob? Is that part yeah, of running out? And, and maybe so. the fans have decided, you know, that Europa League now is the chance. So they're not particularly turning up to league games. It's Southampton, uh, yeah. not that exciting. Empty seats, quiet stadium, slow start from the team. Mm. Mustafi makes an awful oh, mistake with Pedicek. I'm telling you about this guy. Yeah, and Shane Long scores a goal. Mm. And then you think, oh, is this going to be one of those ugly kind of difficult games for Arsenal? Mm. But as in recent weeks, they rally. They find a way. Yeah. Lots of changes. I thought it was a really important day for Danny Welbeck. Yeah. That, that I think we're both like, is, how good is he? You know, I looked at this team, Rob, and I thought, when you haven't got some of the star players in there with the Mkhitaryans and the Urzels pulling the strings and making others look good. Are some of these other players just actually average? Well, no, he's not average, and he showed it today. He missed a sitter late on. Mm. He gets a, he gets two goals today. He gets a good header at the back post uh, to make it 3-2, the winning goal. So I thought he, did, he, he played particularly well. Yeah, uh, to be honest, what, what surprised me a little bit with, with um, Arsenal was how competitive they were, Rob. I thought you know, it's one of those days with those changes, a bit like Liverpool, a game to get through, make, make sure we get through it and, and then we, we've got 
you know, our eyes on Europa League Thursday night, CSK Moscow away. Mm. But I, I thought they were well in the game. I thought they were focused. I thought, you know, despite some of the poor defending from Mustafi, they, they were good. Aubameyang look, looks a danger. He's got good yeah. pace, makes good runs, Robert, if the ball's going to mm. be delivered. Mm. Um, I thought there was a lot, lots of positives from, from Arsenal from, on a day when I wasn't expecting that much from them, to be, to be totally honest. I think Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Rob, mm. I think we've got a. We've got to talk about him a little bit yeah. because because it's seven Premier League appearances, six, six Premier League goals. goals. Yeah. Now, that's that's a pretty impressive start to his career at Arsenal. And the goal today is little poaching yeah. goal, his sharpness, his quickness. He's got that little gift. Mm. And I'm sure we're going to talk about it with Charlie Austin for Southampton. Yeah. He's got that gift as a front man, as kind of knowing where the ball's going to go. And it's really hard to coach almost impossible to coach, but he's got it. And mm. he's always seemed to be in and around Rob yeah. uh, and the goals are coming for him. So I think, you know, in talking about the future of Arsenal and the players that they have got now, they've yeah. tied down Ozil, Mkhitaryan is there, we'll get better. Obama Yang, maybe Welbeck helping out, you know, midfield is probably going to be improved in yeah. the summer. That's but not a bad, I'm liking that's not a bad front, That's not a bad sort of front line, yeah. is it, Rob? If you've got yeah. Lacazette, Obama Yang, Ozil, Mkhitaryan, then you've got people like Ramsey, Wiltshire, if he stays, Iwobi, uh, mm. Reese Nelson, the kid who came in today, it was good to see a young kid at that age getting a start. Mm. All of a sudden, Rob, that doesn't look too bad, does it, going yeah. forward? Well, we've always, we, I mean, they've, they've always had some good players there, isn't it? It's just that we would question Arsene Wenger's balance of the mm. team. You know, we've all really enjoyed, and the Arsenal fans absolutely, I guess, continue to enjoy some lovely football, some really nice combination play. You know, when Ozil's in his game, he looks mm. just purse quality, doesn't he? It's just, you know, in the Premier League nowadays, you've got to have some balance in there. I think the last few champions yeah. will tell you that. You've got to have a little bit of balance. Maybe, I guess, Man City are a, a bit of an outlier in that. But in general, you've got to have a little bit more steel. So that's the interesting thing um, in the future and whether Wenger mm. stays and what they do in the summer. And will they change the makeup of the team a little bit to be a bit more durable in the Premier League? Just one more thought on, on the Premier League with Arsenal before, before we talk to Southampton. Just in terms of Premier League games now, and let, let's go on the basis that they get through uh, the CSK game on Thursday. They, they come in into the semi-finals. How important is a Premier League? Can, can they afford to say, you know what, a little bit might, like Manchester yeah. United, our full focus is there now and, and it's yeah. not so important. Or do Arsenal, being Arsenal, being a club of that size and stature, have to keep putting it out in the Premier League week in, week out, regardless of what happens in Europe. No, I, I think, like today, Rob, it's, it's about right. Mm. And you said it. They were competitive today. Yeah. And there's changes there. And I and nobody's going to... I don't think anybody that, that would, would blame Arsene Wenger to rest, for resting certain key players ahead of this Europa League. Mm. Uh, Man United did it last year, Robert Jose, and their league form fell away a little bit. Yeah. And, he, and he fell back on, well, you know, guys, as we are prioritising the, yeah. the Europa League. So I think that will continue. So I think as long as the players go out there and, and the ones who get a chance to give it their best do that but mm. it's about the Europa League all that being said I think when United were in the situation last season Rob you could see a path ahead of them in the tournament yeah. where they, they are really their favourites mm. Arsenal aren't Atletico Madrid are playing well. They've got yeah. great players up front. They've got the same manager with drive. They mm. are the favourites. So for Arsenal to go all the way and win this competition, they have got to be at their very, very yeah. best. Of course, yeah. without Aubameyang, Lacazette will play as a central mm. striker. They've got to be their very, very best. It's the target now, and they're absolutely right, resting and rotating for that. But it's a little bit different because Atletico Madrid mm. are a blimmin' strong side this, this year in that competition. Yeah, totally agree with that. From, from Southampton's point of view, obviously their target survival. It's another game where 
where they didn't get points. But I thought mm. today it get, it would give Mark Hughes a little bit more hope that he can, he can get things right. They've got an um, important game next weekend coming coming up against Chelsea at home, which isn't easy. But we're going to talk about Chelsea uh, a little bit later. Southampton. Again, two goals, Rob. You get you, you you get Shane Long, you get Charlie Austin coming on and getting goals. So if, if you can keep them fit and keep them scoring, you've got a chance. Mm. I thought defensively they weren't badly set up. The back three, did, I didn't think did too bad. This, the system seemed to, to suit. But mm. it seems to me, and, and we've gone down this road, it's like th- this team ain't, ain't born for fight. The first goal from Cedric was brilliant movement by Obama Yang. But uh, I'm just wondering whether... You know, you, could a defender get a toe in there? Is that yeah. something you could yeah. do? Yeah. Could Yoshida come across and block the shot from from Danny Welbeck that, as he's coming in from that left hand side? He makes a half effort. Yeah, it's yeah. those kind of things, Rob. Yeah. It's those little bits of chucking your body, of robust, yeah. of, of those detail that yeah. can be the difference. And, and if the difference isn't tilted right for Southampton, they're going to find themselves in trouble. You know what? Uh, your last bit there is what I'm thinking, and I'm thinking quite strong on it now. We, we've said a lot this season about Southampton, Rob, mm. about they're good players and, and on paper and they've got some quality, etc. And we talk often about Cedric Suarez, the yeah. fullbacks, and Ryan Bertrand. Mm. Well, today, you, you pointed at it there, and I looked at it, and, and particularly for the last goal, for yeah, Welbeck's yeah. goal, Cedric Suarez. And I'm lot, thinking, really. okay, mm. enough now. Enough now this, this, this squad is a really good squad because they've got to be stronger. And mm. it may be the same line that you're going down yeah. with, with these little details, but come on. Come on, give us some strength, give us some aggression, give us some desperation, Rob. I mean, you know, now this is this is not a good comparison, but Juventus versus Spurs with Giorgio uh, with uh, Giorgio Chiellini. Mm. Now, I, I know there's nobody like that on, on their team, but the, his determination yeah, to defend yeah. and to be aggressive and to be strong. Southampton have got to realise that yes, we can look at their front line and and and, and there's some creativity there that, that that haven't done as well as they can do. But what what they have to make sure they are is stronger defensively, and I. Kind of, I kind of, I got the setup today yeah. from Mark Hughes. Yeah. Five across, yeah. four across midfield. Yeah. You know, Shane Long dropping in. I get it now. Mm. You're in an emergency situation. You aren't going to be expansive, but you've, if you're going to do that, you've got to be strong. Yeah. You've got to be stronger. So I think you know, now you, they continue to struggle, continue to give away, give up a lot of goals. By the way, they're conceding yeah. a lot of goals still. Then you start looking at individuals and like, well, hang on a minute, uh, Robbie Musto, are you right about these defenders? Are you right about these fullbacks? Are they that that determined? and aggressive and, and as desperate to keep the ball out of the net and I didn't see that from, no. from Bertrand and, and, and Suarez maybe less so from Stevens um, who, who's yeah, you know, he, who had trouble later on himself but, around. Yeah, but, but I, I just think they've got to be stronger so they're going to go down they've got a tough run in they, they're, they're down on points you know they've got what three wins they're going to need out of six Rob to get to 37 Yeah, I mean you're starting to look at those bottom three right now West Brom, Stoke and Southampton with a three point gap to Palace well it's it's <sighs> Tough. And, and, and let's not forget, and, and I hope they don't get sort of drawn into it, they've got an FA Cup semi-final up against Chelsea mm. to come as well, which mm-hmm. sometimes can be a massive distraction, well, by the t- way. Uh, yeah. and, you know, I know all about that. Big, big mm. day at Wembley and, and find mm. themselves relegated. Mm. I just want to talk to you a little bit about that incident with, with um, Jack Wiltshire okay. and, and, and Jack Stevens because um, I'd love to get your take on that. Carl and I were, were looking at it on the broadcast. and Initially, there was a little bit of a, a foul or, or a 
long challenge on Jack Wiltshire by Stevens yeah, on the Perfectly fair. Perfectly yeah, perfectly fair. fair. You get the sense Jack didn't like it. By the time they get to the, the midfield area, he's grabbed all the Jacks into it. You saw the state of Stevens' shirt was ripped, totally ripped. Yep. Stevens reacts and pushes. He gets a red card. Jack Wiltshire got a yellow. Mm. Your read on that from Andre Mane's point of view? Me, v- very simple read on it, and I'm strong on it. Yellow card for yeah, both players. Both on yellows. Your go. And calm it go. down. And then, then he doesn't have to get involved, and he doesn't yep. get a red as well. Yeah. I'm exactly right. It was almost like he poured petrol on the fire when he could have poured water. A yellow for both, Rob, and everyone would have got on with well, it. We, we know that, that that sort of incident, right, and this goes from, from, from unsporting mm. to violent, violent conduct. conduct. That's violent what conduct's got to be an act yeah. of brutality. Mm. It's got to be really serious in nature. It was, a, it was a, it, I guess, a slightly aggressive push, push out and yeah. stuff, but, but I just think it's a yellow there. And, yeah. and I think that was a little bit harsh and... and and, and it all flared up then, didn't it? And by the way, if it is violent conduct, three games for for, for Jack Stevens, which will be a, a big yeah. blow for him and, and, is, and a big yeah. blow for, for Southampton. You know, that's half the games they left. Can they, they, they can appeal gonna, that, Rob? You can appeal it, but it's either going to be violent conduct or not at all. And I don't just don't get the sense that's going to be overruled to nothing at all because he actually did push him. Mm. So I, I, oh yeah, I don't know. I think I think they should appeal that yeah. and see see if the Premier League give them a bit of a break. Just just on uh, um, back to the football, Rob, with them. Mm. Now we we we've talked all season about Southampton's lack of goals. Yeah, and I know that Charlie Austin has had injury issues, mm. um, but he's fit again now. He scores within six seventy six seconds, it's and for the re- yeah. yeah, and from the rest of the game, Rob. I watched him. I watched him every time Southampton attacked, and he is a busy player yeah. trying to figure out where that ball's going to be, where it's going to be crossed into. Mm. His little feet, for his little goal. Yeah, yeah, even for that goal, Rob, he was, mm. he was busy in himself. Correct. You could, you could see his, his brain intention working. on the ball, yeah. Was, I was watching exactly the he same He was ready thing. for that ball. Yeah. He was ready. He was that, the only one ever going to get there, wasn't yeah. he? And that fits the cross, by the way. Mm. If that's somebody else, he might hit their standing leg. He was ready for that ball. Yeah. So I, I think he is. A, a, he has to start. He has to play up front. And, and Shane Long got his goal, and he really took it really, really well. Um, but but Charlie Austin, they got to find a way, in my opinion, unless there's something that we don't know about that's an, an injury that's holding him back some way, or he, he's not fit enough to start mm. a game. They got to get him in the team. They got to get him in the starting lineup because it's now. It's now or never, Southampton. Well, it's just weather fitness, I assume. He started last well, week against West Ham. He didn't score, maybe Mark. You would think Mark Hughes, who A was a centre forward, yeah. B knows the type of player Charlie Austin is. If you've got yeah. any chance of getting him on the pitch and getting him fit, we'll see next week against Chelsea whether he goes with one lone striker, whether it's Austin or Long, or maybe mm. he goes with two at home and thinks he's, he's going to have a go at Chelsea and try and win a game. Because at the moment, draws won't particularly do Southampton any good. No. They need no. to stick a few results together. Mm. Let's move to the other game in, in London um, West London Chelsea against West Ham, West v East. Uh, in in a London derby. And um, again, I, I was a uh, competitive game. Wasn't good too game. sure what, what to game. expect. Was it was a good game of football. Both teams pretty much sat up the same thought. 4-3, yes. two underneath the one. Um, Willian and, and Azard underneath Morata. Uh, Mar- da- Jao Mario and, and Fernandez underneath um, Arnautovic. Yeah. And I, at, at first I thought, you know, the game was, was evenly, evenly balanced. Chelsea probably had the better of the chances. Joe Hart was, was in good form. Yeah. And then Chelsea get them themselves in front. And you're probably thinking at that point, you know, a second goal, I think, changes the whole game and probably puts West Ham out of it. I'm going to contradict myself a little bit, Rob, because I thought Alvaro Morata, uh, to a certain point, looked lively. I thought his hold-up play was quite good. I thought he yeah. made some nice turns. I thought he looked quite sharp um, and quite fit. 
But they didn't win this game because the final third play. So again, the other side of it, they've yeah. got to get a goal scorer. Yeah. The manager, Antonio Conte, said Well, he's afterwards. got to be the goal scorer, hasn't he, Rob? That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Oh. So I, I kind of liked his general game, Rob. But, mm. but like, you can't... It's about just, putting the ball in the back yeah, of the net. And he probably four thinking. or five chances today. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, it's not just him, but the, no. the situations that they were in in the final third, you know, you keep... You know, you keep thinking back to last season with Diego mm. Costa and, and, and seasons in the past with strikers that they've had that are so ruthless at sticking yeah. the ball away. And, and he just hasn't quite got it at the moment. He had a header opportunity where yeah. he gets it really well and puts it over the top. So, you know, it, it, that for me was a problem today. This wasn't a Chelsea performance, Rob, that had me sort of thinking, oh, they've they've thrown the towel in, it, it, no. you know, without any energy. No. I thought they no. went for the game, by the way. I thought they yeah. went for the game, particularly in the first half. And just like other games, they kind of... They get disappointed easily and they f- fell away Correct. in that middle section. And of the let me tell half. you one person who particularly gets disappointed easily is Eddie Nazard. I thought to what, the last 20 minutes of the game, I thought his body language was really poor, Rob. Mm. He, he, dri- he dribbled down a few cul-de-sacs. He had a little bit of hands on hips. The shoulders were going a little bit. And mm. we've been saying for a while, this guy's super talented. He's, brilliant he's, he's a brilliant player. But those are the moments when he's got to get over that. He's got to be bigger than that. He's got to become a go-to player as he was in title-winning seasons and not get drawn into the frustrations and the disappointments maybe of his teammates not maybe making a pass or Mm. getting the ball on on a run. He just disappointed me the last 20 minutes when he's such a class act. He's such a good player. But shouldn't we, Rob, be disappointed with others? And I get it. And I don't disagree with you, Azad. If there's Mm. one part about his general makeup as a player... When the, t- the going gets tough, he's not a roll up the sleeves and, and, and start screaming around and running his, his, his nuts off and trying to... He's no, just not we're, that we're, guy. We're but we jump about, on it. You know, no. we, people jump on it, Rob. When yeah, but we're talking about the top players in, in top clubs. Those are the guys, so that's... The, yeah, but it ain't all about him, is it? It's not no, all no, about him. Of course it isn't all about him. I, I, I didn't, you know, but I'm saying in particular, and he's one you watch because he's such talented. When you get the ball, yeah, you're excited. Yeah. And, I, and he just... So it disappointed me today in the last 20 minutes. I just saw his body language and, and a few of the things that we've said in the past where a few of the, the, the shrugs and that are a little bit like, oh, come on, guys. Mm, you know, I this know. ain't good enough for me. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I, I looked at the same as you because when they're going through that period, mm. I thought I, I started looking at the body language of the players. And what happened was in them pushing for a goal for yeah. Chelsea, you had Cesc running forward, you had mm. William Murata and Hazard in, in, in really advanced positions yeah. and Pedro later on. When it break, breaks down, mm. those players, say, yeah. those players, then they, they look like they shrug a little bit. Yeah. They don't kind of run back like they would have done last season. Mm. And I think that's the thing. That's the like, yeah. oh, hang on a minute. That, yeah. That's it. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing with Chelsea this season. When, when things are going a little bit tough, they're not prepared to, to get on their bike and run back and make it happen the next time. So, you know, there's going to be changes at the club. The manager's going to change for sure. Yeah. And I think a few of the players, Rob... Um, you know, it might be the we'll time of to turn around. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens mm. with the star players and the goalkeeper Courtois, and of course Eden Hazard, if they have any desire to leave the football club. But it needs a little bit of shaking mm. up. But hey, listen, it's, it's something they haven't. You know, they've done it before and they've come back strong again. Um, you mentioned him there, Rob, and Golo Kante for me deserves a special mention for today. I mean. It, it, in terms of somebody that continues to do his job, yeah. no matter what the situation, no oh. matter what the blimmin' atmosphere, I, I think he's been the last few it. weeks, yeah. he's been brilliant, really, in, in his struggling side. Um, and with that challenge on Arnautovic, so you thought, you thought, given the replays, that that was a penalty? Because yeah. it's really hard to call. Yeah, it is hard to call. But I didn't think he got any of the ball. On, on the second replay, I saw Arnautovic mm. moves the ball away from him. I think he was so quick 
with his challenge that he almost spooked Arnautovic. I think Arnautovic wanted to move the ball and then sort of think, he he's going to he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna hit me. But yeah. he, he tried to nick it, uh, Golo Kant, and, and it, it was in the same movement that um, Arnautovic moved the ball. And I think he, he, he'd sort of done the referee because he saw Kante's leg go in. He saw the ball going in, in a kind of 45-degree angle. And I think that's the mm. reason why, from where he was, he wasn't sure he couldn't give mm. it. Yeah, I, I get it. It's a really tight one. I just yeah. think it's a, a really interesting ch- a challenge, mm. you know, away from whether it was or it wasn't. I mean, how about a midfield player, Rob, that, that's going to break well, his neck to get sorry, back and, yeah. and try and help? I mean, I just thought... There's plenty you know, of room forward to get the goal. There ain't exactly. plenty of go back to, to stop it. And as you yeah. say, you know, special mention for the little man who's an outstanding little player and, and you know, would walk into any top four team if, if he was available. Let's give a little bit of credit to, to West Ham as well mm. and, and David Moyes because, again, I thought they played some confident football, set up, looked good. And Altovic looked more motivated than I've seen him up front. He looks like he enjoys playing in that in that role. Um, Chicharito comes on, does what he he does. Another Charlie Austin get the ball in the box. The guy will find a way to to find him in the back of the net. And last two weeks, home win against Southampton, good point against Chelsea. Now that's yeah. got to give them some hope. West Ham isn't the home game against Stoke next Monday is huge. Now three points there, Rob, and they could almost be seeing the the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Just, just quickly on this, Rob, right, as, a, as an overview. Do you think this was a harder game for West Ham going to Chelsea than it was Southampton going to Arsenal? Because before you answer, I think this was a harder game. This was harder for me. This I was harder. Said, yeah, Arsenal come out slow. You yeah, know, you Europa focus, League you get, and all exactly. that. Exactly. So I, I was really impressed with yeah. this from, from West, West Ham. Ham. And, and let me hear me out on this kind of... This thing, I think that we've seen a little bit this season. So David Moyes set up the team really, really well. Mm. Uh, of course, initially, they, they're very pragmatic. It's five, yeah. it's four across the midfield. It's one up front that's dropping deep. And is it a situation, Rob? And of course, Chelsea get the early goal and West Ham didn't change too much. I thought it looked like, and it coincided, of course, with the substitution of yeah. Hernandez that came on to play up front with Arnautovic in the last 20 minutes. Are we seeing a bit of a theme here this season with, with a lot of teams are just going to be pragmatic? They're going to stay in the game yeah, they're gonna, and, they're, and they're going to play a 20-minute game. Yeah. Yeah, Ten, well, you know, absolutely. fifteen, twenty-minute game. Rafa did it. Remember, Rafa did it against Man City absolutely. early in did the season. Twice. He and did it twice against them. Sam Allardyce yesterday. It, it, it seems as though that 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 becomes quite key, keeping it tight, not giving too many goals away. Well, then you might we, be one nil down, Rob. But yeah, but, then, but we we've got goal scorers, and we know we'll have our period. Yeah, and they're in a, in, they're in a kind mm-hmm. of a comfort zone. We're 1-0 up here at Chelsea and in other games and in other teams, and, and there's no real pressure to get an extra goal. And then they just kind of have a little rally, mm. substitution, and they make it like a, a 15 or a 20-minute game. I just thought it was one of those. I just thought yeah. it was interesting to bring up, see what you thought yeah, about I mean, coaches now. Yeah, yeah it, might, it might be part of the tactic. Certainly, it seems in the last few games, and maybe teams down at the bottom of the league, yeah. first thing is don't give anything away because yeah. that Stay eats in away it. at confidence. Stay in the game. And then, you know, set people. Use a little bit of magic. We'll, we'll, we'll find our little period. You, everybody has 10, 15 minutes in a game. Mm. Maybe, maybe that's your time. So, okay, I want to throw my one in, in at you. And, and on, uh, you know, David Moyes, if he keeps him, someone's suggesting if he keeps him up or not, he may not be, be there. The more I was thinking about this today, and Rebecca asked me sort of after the game when we were in the goal zone about West Ham and David Moyes, and I said, in a strange way, Rebecca, these two might be made for each other, you know, in that. If David Moyes doesn't take, well, doesn't stay at West Ham for whatever reason, whether he left, someone suggested, or they don't keep him, I'm not sure David Moyes walks into another Premier League job. If they, on the basis that he stays, is given the support and the money, 
could David Moyes turn West Ham into the old Everton, the team that could be top six, seven, with the size, with the with the fan base, and with some resource? Could could they be a perfect marriage for each other? Mm, no. Now, but but I say that in in. In a respectful way. Right now, David Moyes is doing a pretty good job in a club that's mm. that's really struggling to find its identity a little bit. The fans are so disappointed with the stadium move and the promise of yeah. money and the yeah. very n- low net spend that was in the summer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But when you said that it could be perfect for each other, I know what I know what you, what you mean by that. But I think the football West Ham football style, Rob, will come back and bite him a little bit. Now, I, I, I really like what he's doing. I thought when yeah. he got appointed, I thought, you know what, he's going to, I think he'll keep him up. I think it's his last mm-hmm. chance. But longer term, and that's what you're saying, could yeah. this longer term be, a, be an Everton situation where yeah. I, I just think that, that West Ham fans, if, say, for next season, I think he should remain there and sign mm-hmm. a new contract and yeah. crack on. I, I think he's deserved to do that. And I think you, you I mean, you, yeah. two, you could be absolutely right, Rob. I just think if they're mid-table next year and the football's not great, is he going to start grumbling again a little bit about mm-hmm. the West Ham style? I just well, think West Ham United are a different club. They, they are they really different than Everton? Do Everton not want that football? Or, or I, I don't that... think. I don't think historically as much as West Ham mm. in terms of style. Maybe. No, Everton have won. You know, of 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 yeah, been, been successful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just think so. Uh, listen, that's, that's not to that's not to disrespect David Moyes in any way. No, no, it's just I when you said point, a perfect yeah. match, yeah. Is, is it, I don't uh, think it is over a longer period of time. Yeah, well, that's an interesting one and we'll see, obviously, first of all, his first job to keep them in the league mm. and then if, it, if he does keep them in the league, it's, um, you know, it's whether he signs a contract, how long a contract, how much support he gets and mm. then, in a way, results on the pitch, Rob, take all the pressure off the ownership and all yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I keep kind of comparing the two games from today. I saw a West Ham team, Rob, that had a lot of spirit, yeah. mate. In the last 15, if, if 20 the two minutes... two teams down of, there... Of Southampton and West Ham, yeah. I mean, yeah. God, there was a lot of spirit. Backs mm. against the wall. Chelsea yeah. had a real go in that last 10, 15 yeah. minutes to try and win the game. And there. I saw uh, Noble mm. uh, and Coyote yeah. and, and different players that stepped up. And mm. I just think that's a different vibe, spirit, feel, confidence level than Southampton right now. And, and I, guess, I guess there is, what, six points difference there. I just thought you could see it today. And yeah. I think it was real good evidence today of where we're at with Southampton and West Ham and this fight against relegation. And you have to be more confident. I know the points are there. But in just in terms of body language and spirit amongst the group I thought it was a good day and, I, and I'll tell you who else it was a good day for Robbie Earl. Well, you, you, tell, you tell me his name before I mention it Declan Rice 19 years of <laughs> no. age centre back go again for West Ham West Ham who had a blimming good day you know Arnie the goalkeeper oh your friend Joe Joe Hart. Yeah, he did have a good day. Actually, it's the best I've seen him in two years. Sharp, I mean, three focused. Pr- really, really good yeah, saves. Yeah. Early the, the, on, the, when the, William goes through, and the Alonso top corner save, I, and then the I last, one, the last one was 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 brilliant because yeah. you know the last one was he, he had to move his feet quickly before he dived, and he's been a yeah. bit sluggish yeah. of late. In that totally. Mm. I just think, you know, we've given stick he's in the past. On, he's and back like, on the play, I mate. Just think he's, he's, he's back to Russia. <laughs> he's England's in, yeah. number, number one. one. <laughs> in you go, Joe. <laughs> You're going to come good. Fair play to him. Yeah, listen, before we go, mate, let's turn yep. our attention to the big game everybody's looking forward to. Tuesday night, Champions League, Etihad. It's all on Manchester City. Three goals down against a Liverpool team. Conceded three against City. Conceded three yesterday against Manchester United. People still believing. More people I speak to still say this ain't over. This ain't over. Mm. 
after yesterday, Rob, you're feeling still? Uh, I don't think it's over, but I, I'm still I'm still with the 80% chance Liverpool go through. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just it's just a couple of the players that we talked about yesterday on the yeah. Robbie's Football Show. Leroy Sane, one of them, just gone off a little bit. And when mm-hmm. they get a couple of players go off a little bit, you know, Sterling had a couple of misses. Aguero's likely to be back again. You know, you're gonna you're gonna have uh, De Bruyne back, feeling the benefit of, of a lot. I mean, he came on, but he didn't mm-hmm. play much uh, this weekend. Uh, it's just for me. It's about Liverpool a little bit. So a little bit about their midfield yeah. because they're going to miss a couple of really important players. Henderson's out and Emre Chan is going to be out. So I guess Oxlade-Chamberlain, Wijnaldum and Milner that have uh, got the energy. Yeah. Let's be honest about it. They've still got great energy to close down City. I just, I'm just, i just going to find it fascinating with Klopp's approach. Yeah, the approach whether, is everything. Then. Yeah, are they going to, are they going to go and, and mm. try and hustle and stop City yeah. with, with effort and... and uh, Aggression, which is really difficult and hard working, or they're going to sit back like the second half. I mean, I mean, yeah. I almost feel as though Man City need a clean sheet, Rob, as well. They, oh, yeah, they've absolutely. got to yeah, keep got a clean sheet. You know, if Liverpool open up with one and get to one-one, it just makes the, the job so much harder. That mm. um, they've got to get back to clean sheets. They've got to play that pressing front foot game. I, I think two goals up at first half would make, be a you know a huge second half then and yeah. if they get the fans behind them and they get momentum listen this team it wouldn't be un- unlike Pep with all you know people starting to criticise and they're not this and they're not that his team go out and, and put four or five past Liverpool but they, they've just got to make sure that they're, they're they don't go gung-ho and go yeah. crazy because when you've got Mo Salah mm. do you think Salah's going to be okay yeah by the way? Salah starts by the way yeah. Lee Dixon said on the commentary yesterday that he spoke to a few of the Liverpool uh, staff and they're having to like, slow him down. He's right. the total polar, apparently, to, to uh, Daniel Sturridge. He's stretching, <laughs> he's running, and they say, no, no, calm down. You know, Sturridge, they couldn't get Sturridge the out of the hot bath and, and, <laughs> yeah. and Teller can't yeah. get him off the training ground. He's one of those, apparently, love to play every minute. So hmm. it's, uh, it's all going to look good, mate. So yeah. uh, looking forward to Thursday and don't forget to look out for our Euro podcast this week yeah. which will be available on Thursday night at the conclusion of the Champions League and Europa League quarter-final games we'll find out if City can make up the three-goal deficit against Liverpool and can Arsenal hang on to the three-goal lead in Moscow so that's it from us but make sure we want to hear from you our listeners firstly we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading the two Robbies on our podcast tell us what you like where we can improve but more importantly tell us what team you support and why so, on a date when the Gunners go to Moscow in good form after another win, while Chelsea lacked a little bit of motivation between now and the end of the season, I'm Earl. He's Musto together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.